0: You put your video on just now. Yeah. And uh you know, I'm just <laughs> you just put your video on just now and it's like I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, I, I think uh, uh Jody's gonna tell me now that uh he wants to say that uh, he was with me the whole time and
1: uh Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need an alibi, sir. No, this is this is forced ghost mode. This is when I do my best podcasting, when so I'm sitting here in my stupid black light.
0: I'll be honest with you, when I when I originally thought about podcasting 715 years ago. Uh, sure. It was a while. <laughs> the only thing I thought about basically was I mean, you know, a late night radio show hosts, you know, and, and it was always that, you know, they get the guy with the lights, you know what I mean? And, the, you know, with uh, the ladies, when the time yeah. is right, the oh, quiet yeah. storm. <laughs> You get that good business. This is welcome.
1: Everybody, hello, hello, how are you? Good evening, and welcome to the S. Anthony Thomas Show. I'm that motherfucker S. S. Anthony Thomas.
0: <laughs> it's the quiet storm. I, I just always got a kick, you know, because it, it's, it's it, which was weird because I always got a kick out of uh, Stern. I used to listen to Stern back in the day. Yeah. Uh, the morning guy, in the morning, and, uh, but I always liked, the quiet storm guy lately because yeah, I was always driving at night and doing joke shows or you're coming back from your girlfriend's house or something and then you're on the you're in the car and uh either you just did a great show or you just had sex so you're in a good mood and then the, the quiet storm <laughs> well, that's right <laughs> <laughs> the mood is right <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> It always seemed kind of like counterintuitive to me to have the deep-voiced, soulful dude on the overnight. Because I would listen to that shit driving home after work at like ten, eleven o'clock, and that'll put you to sleep, man. Like it's not the best idea.
0: Well, he sounds like God, who you're going to be seeing when you crash into a fucking tree, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The mood is right. You're probably pretty tired. Why don't you listen to this?
1: Stairway to heaven while you consequently crash your car into a concrete divider wall.
0: And your dumb ass is going to heaven. That <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it was just like, is just a weird thing, man? Isn't this like a, the weirdest thing in the world that, you know, just, just podcasting in general, it's, it's incredibly enjoyable, but it is freaking weird because just, just to have everything so democratized, That we just, he's like, look, uh, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do it right now.
1: Yeah. I like it. Basically, it's just having, basically, it's just having conversation with your friends. Mm. Only you record them. And so it's more pressure to be funny and to be entertaining when you are record. Very nice.
0: (laughs) It's like, in Russia, we have... (laughs)
1: Yeah, in Russia, <laughs> podcast records you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's when see, see right there. We both uh, just told everybody uh, that we're uh, both uh, 150 years old because we just did a Yakov Shmirnov. Uh <laughs> yeah, what a country! Jesus Christ, man! So what is so what has been happening with you, my brother? We have we have actually been torturing each other online as we have been doing for a long period of time. Sure, but, but now you know. I mean, you you're, you're it, when it comes to the podcast game, my friend. You know, in stand up comedy, we always refer to people that when they get to the 10 year mark, that's basically when you've mastered the basic tech, you've mastered the techniques, you know how to write jokes, you know how to pace and all this kind of stuff. But now you've been doing this such a long time, and we call those guys old heads in comedy. You are now an old head in podcasting, sir.
1: No, I'm a middle act at best. I have had a couple headline shows in a sense, but uh, for the most part, I have I have only begun to podcast, sir.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you <laughs> now, know, yeah. I know the game a little better. Like now, I'm a little wiser, and I don't feel the pressure like I did the first couple years to uh, produce as much because I take a little more pride in my work now, and I I like to have fun, and I don't like the pressure. Like that shit gets on my nerves because this is a hobby still. And I feel like that pressure is all from you. Whatever that is that need to uh, put up shows every week and be on top of it and do this and more and more and more and stuff you don't want to do. I don't do anything I don't want to do anymore. That's Anthony Thomas. That's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you really did feel the, the, the pressure, you know, when you, when you create the show. That's one of the weird things is when you bust your behind mm-hmm. and you know the show's good. You know damn well the show is good. And, like, negative 16 people listen to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't make a difference either way, whatever you do. So just have fun, because the same amount of people are going to listen no matter when you put it. In fact, I've almost got to where I hold my show's ransom now. Like, when I put up an episode, it's almost like it has to get to a certain number before I'm like, well, okay, well, now you deserve the next one. (laughs) It's like,
0: I'll put it out when enough of you motherfuckers listen to the show. Well, well, when you decide, I mean, how many... When you started, um, I mean, I think everybody was, you had two camps. You had people that wanted, you you had the people that wanted to do a show every day. Sure. And you had the the one week, once a week people. Yeah. And I fell in the middle because I did two or three a week. (laughs)
1: Sure, And see, I'm not that fucking funny or talented, so I fell into the once-a-week mandatory. Now, I stayed on a pretty good schedule uh, for like the first two years, I think, around about that. Uh, Maybe it was towards the end of the second year, right right before the 100th episode, Mm -hmm. was when I started to kind of get a better feel for what I wanted to do. And I just... Like, right when I hit 100, I started doing a bunch of other stuff. Like, this has always been about networking for me, too. Like, I like to meet new people, and it's like, you know, around the first of the year, every year, I kind of reel in a whole bunch of new shows, and I try to f- pick out a few people to be friends with. And then throughout the course of the year, I'll get to know them, and then I'll do their show, they do my show, we get into stuff, and sometimes it's really cool, man, We'll we'll create stuff together, and you know, that's what I'm doing. You know, I just happen to make a little bit of money doing this and if I can enjoy it. So I podcast, but ultimately I'm networking. That's what I'm doing.
0: Mm -hmm. It is a good way to, to, to make friends because quite frankly, especially if it's another podcast person, because they understand Mm -hmm. the the art of conversation, because it's basically what we do. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's like, and, and also, uh, you get to really it's it's amazing how after you do one of these things if you interview somebody even if it's somebody you've never heard of you don't know or anything like that you kind of know that guy or that gal when that damn show's over sure
1: i i like to think that my voice and whatever the fuck that air quote my Mm. voice as a podcaster is really just a collection of all the people that i've spoken to over the last four years in a sense, yeah, you know, it's little things that I've picked up here and there, little fun facts that I know now and like other people that, you know, if I hear something funny or so I go, oh, I wonder what S. Anthony Thomas would think about this joke or this article or this video or whatever the fuck. Like, it's it's nice, man. It's making friends in 2021 for, you know, suburban house dads. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> and also, and also lifetime so far, bachelors, yeah. such as myself. <laughs>
1: It goes, it's a good hey. It's a good middle ground, I think.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a, an interesting interesting thing because I, I, I often wonder because it has no effect. Podcasting, even though I do two shows, has zero impact on my social life. None. Yeah. There's no wife. There's no kid. So I can I can literally just fire up these bastards anytime I want to, and I don't have to worry about you know if my wife's going to get ticked off if the kid. Or wants to play something. If the dog wants to do something, out of the way about well, any of that crap. But you have the family.
1: Yeah, you know it's a balance. It's yeah. definitely a balance, man.
0: And how? I mean, how do? You, but the, but the thing is, to do the kind of show that you do, to do the research, to to bank shows, to do longer shows. Um, that's, I don't think people understand the amount of effort. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It takes to do that at, at, and be and do it well, and because I commend that, man. I, I hope that uh, you know when I decide it's time for me to have a family, uh, that I'll be able to balance both. Because right now, I don't have to balance a damn thing. I got, you know, remember those old uh, uh, the old Volvo things where they would spin the plates on those sticks with sure. the music playing? You I got, got no one, plates. I got yeah. two plates. <laughs> and I can stand right behind them and just constantly spin those bastards yeah. and not worry about them falling at all.
1: <laughs> it's pretty you know? goddamn handy, man. I'm just, just to give you some props there.
0: But you, you got to spin yeah. the plate... And then you got you got, you got the, 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 the the career. You got the wife. You got the kid. You got the this. You got the that. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, what is it? Maybe you could give me some damn advice, or people listening some damn advice. I mean, everybody has a little bit of information, because somebody's gonna be worse at it. What the hell do you do to make sure that your wife doesn't stab you, your kid uh-huh. doesn't poison you?
1: Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, I can answer this pretty simply. Actually, uh, I have no other hobbies as Anthony Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch football. I don't fucking play golf. I play golf once every two or three years just to pull the clubs out and fucking whack the balls around and whatnot. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But, uh, yeah, man, I don't have any other hobbies really. So this is my hobby and it's in the house. So she can't bitch at me too much. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. I don't watch sports. I don't go play cards. I don't go to bars. I don't fight. Like I don't do any of that shit. I just, I hang out here with my kid most of the time, Mm -hmm. spend a little time with her, try to give her that good business. And, uh. In my spare time, I come in here and talk to random assholes on the Internet, such as yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Cheers. I would like to think that I'm a special asshole. Thank you.
1: That's true. That's <laughs> a good point. I'm a hot chocolate Santee, man. Don't think I forgot.
0: <laughs> I'm just. Let's not gloss over this, not, this is not, uh, not watching sports. What the hell is wrong with you?
1: I used to. I used to play football, and uh, we'll see, I'm in Arkansas too. So, with all due respect, we don't have like a professional team, so there's not really anything to rally behind. And the closest thing is like the Cowboys, and they fucking suck. I hate Cowboys fans so much. It's what it's all they all hear, s Anthony, and I look at them and I go, "You are a motherfucking sadist." No, wait, you're a masochist. Whatever the one is where you like to get hit, and you're just like, "Yeah, please hit me again." Like you fucking watch the games every year. Listen. Dallas sucks. They've always sucked except for three or four years in the 90s when they had great players. Dallas fucking sucks. And every year you show up and buy the tickets and you get all fucking mad when they suck. They suck.
0: <laughs> I just I just really enjoy Stop it. Stop it. I enjoy hearing that being said as a person who was born and raised in Philadelphia, so... Uh, well,
1: yeah, you understand, man. <laughs> Surely you understand. It's just weird. <laughs> and now it takes so fucking long, dude. Like, football's bad enough because at least you get it whittled down to a few hours. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I watched baseball, my wife would stab me. I don't understand grown people that watch baseball on TV. It drives me fucking crazy. Like, there's no time limit. It could take all goddamn day. No, fuck baseball, fuck basketball. Like I never, I never learned how to play it. I'm Mm -hmm. fat and white and have no interest in it, so it just Mm -hmm. never clicked with me. And I like UFC. Yeah, we. I watch, I watch fighting. That's cool. But Mm -hmm. like football, occasionally I'll watch the Razorbacks play. That's college Arkansas, you know, Mm -hmm. state football. Mm -hmm. And I like to watch people beat each other up. That's it.
0: You have redeemed yourself by liking the UFC.
1: I'll talk about some fighting now, as Anthony Thomas. I, I go way back.
0: You have redeemed yourself. You said you didn't like football and I started to give you the side eye. But yeah. then you said you liked the UFC.
1: Oh, excuse me. I like real contact sports. My bad. Let me let me clarify. Football used to be, but not so much anymore. huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: When they, when they, I I don't want to laugh at this, but it's like when they found out cuz I watched the, I don't know if you saw it, it was a documentary on um uh or oh, I forgot how, what the hell was the damn thing called, but it was a documentary on the concussions CTE. in the CTE. <laughs> yes. CTE. Oh I watched it. man. It was, I watched it um and I'm sitting there going, and I'm not talking I'm talking about the actual documentary, not that crap with the movie. And I'm watching the whole thing and I'm going, Jesus Christ, you people it's are. It's wild, evil. right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, what like, dude, you don't even know. Did you see the article that come out just the other day about it? Oh no. Oh, you're not gonna like this. I don't even know if I should tell you about this, S. Anthony.
0: Yes, you should. <laughs>
1: So, apparently there's a huge settlement that's supposed to be coming from the NFL, right? For CTE peoples. Now, that it's, uh, it's going to be graded on a sliding scale, you know, depending on how, you know, brain-dead you are now versus how much they pay you and whatnot. You can look this up. <laughs> apparently, they are trying to say that African-American players, dot, 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 may or may not have come in with a lower cognitive brain function in the first place Mm -hmm. and therefore would have to have suffered more uh dramatic head injury points or whatever i don't even know what they call the shit but basically it's saying that black people come in dumb so they don't get as much money you know if they're as brain beat up as they are a white person it's pretty fucked up to be and this came out the other day like this is crazy I heard somebody read it on a podcast the other day and it blew my, I thought they were kidding and no, 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 this is NFL thing. They're trying to put a sliding scale that basically says that African Americans uh, come into the sport with a lower IQ capacity and therefore would require more damage to be the equivalent of a white person's brain that has been damaged.
0: When that bubbles above (laughs) the surface, when that story bubbles above the surface, Especially when 70% of the players are black.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy, but um, yeah, you're kind of right. When we'll that, see how maybe.
0: Ooh, when that, when that bubbles above <laughs> the surface, if you thought they got ticked off when Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Bro. Wait until seven out of every 10 players takes a foot up that ass. <laughs> in, ni-
1: in 2021, in Joe Biden's America, the motherfucking NFL put ooh. that shit out. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Well, they better be glad they didn't put it out even, you know, six or seven years ago.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I hope somebody got fired Monday or whenever the fuck they got back to the office and they were like, who let this? Hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. Who let this come out? Who let the dogs out? (laughs) Jeez. I'm just because it's it's really weird when you see uh, uh, when you see people and they look normal, they look like regular dudes, regular ladies and then all of a sudden they start talking, and you're going, "Sweet God, this person's nuts."
1: Who are you talking to? I'm in fucking I'm in Arkansas. We grow crazy people here.
0: Yeah, I was trying to stay away from uh, me saying that. I was trying to bait you into saying it, and uh, hey, thank you.
1: Can I uh, listen? <laughs> point point of order, uh, 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 Your Honor. I would like to present Exhibit A. I was in a McDonald's yesterday getting a hamburger because mm-hmm. that's what you do at McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there. Waiting on my food like a good boy. I fucking stand back with my arms crossed. I'm just waiting on my food. And all of a sudden, I see this lady come walking up from the back. Of the You know, how the, McDonald's is laid out. She comes from the mm-hmm. long alleyway. Mm-hmm. She throws her hands in the air. She goes, like, quit. Fuck it. I'm not talking to crazy people. Can't do it. Who wants to talk to this lady? And I go, oh, shit. Like, she didn't She didn't yell it, but she said it loud enough that I overheard it from mm-hmm. where I was standing. And I saw her, and I go, oh, I wonder what that's about. You know, me, I like to be Snoop- uh, Snoopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I kind of take a few steps towards the counter so I can kind of get in on it. And so what had happened was, you know, like a year ago when all the COVID shit popped off, mm-hmm. uh, McDonald's had been serving breakfast all day. Like that was one of their things. Yeah. They quit. They were like, we're not going to do that now. And it's been a COVID thing since that happened. Mm-hmm. There was a lady in the drive-thru. She'd come up to the window at this point and somebody else walked back there to talk to her. And she was leaning out of her car into the window saying... I want some motherfucking pancakes right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is bullshit and the guy was like, "Ma'am, we don't serve breakfast all day. We don't have pancakes." He was like, "You have pancakes in your freezer? You'll have pancakes in the morning? I want pancakes." <laughs> and I was just Wow. <laughs> have you ever had pancakes from McDonald's? Yes, I have, actually. They're not great. I'm not saying they're bad, like pancakes are fine one way or the other, but like McDonald's pancakes, they're okay. They're not go through the drive-thru and threaten a teenager for fucking pancakes <laughs> good. You know? Like, I just, I don't know. It, I see crazy here on a daily basis. And I, if I had to bet fucking anything, I'm sure she had some interesting wild-ass opinions I could have asked her while she was poking her head through the drive through window.
0: No, with those lies. <laughs>
1: She drove a Ford F one fifty. She looked like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Like uh, just Oh, uh, then or now? <laughs> Listen, probably right now. I think maybe she had had some demons in her life, and if I'm going to guess, she probably had some demons on her way to McDonald's that <laughs>
0: afternoon. I <laughs> just, I just, just imagine getting into a fight. I remember when they were doing that that chicken crap when they were fighting over the damn chicken sandwich? I mean, what the, did you have? Well, have, you ever, have you ever had one of those? That was I it, it Popeyes. Oh, and
1: I've had so many chicken sandwiches from Popeye's. Um, it's I love them, but I think they're delicious. Now, I don't know if I'd whip somebody's ass over one, but they're pretty
0: good. Well, uh, have you had the spicy one? Maybe that. May, may, you might want to whip ass over that one.
1: I've had them both. I usually get two. <laughs> but only I've four got, bucks. Listen, I've gotten to the point now where I'm almost a chicken sandwich connoisseur. Cause like I like a Chick fil A sandwich. They kind of started the shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Popeyes jumped in. Ever since then, I've, I've had Church's chicken sandwich. I've had KFC's chicken sandwich. I've had McDonald's new chicken sandwich. Like I like to try them to see what they're all working with. And uh, yeah, man, so far there's been some okay ones, but I still say Popeyes reigns supreme, dude. They fucking figured it out.
0: Yeah, I've had the, I've had a couple of the, other, I've never had Chick fil A anything yet.
1: Chick Fil A is better. Listen, Chick Fil A is the best. But if you're going for the number two spot, I'm gonna say it's the Popeyes chicken sandwich.
0: I'll, I'll make a confession. I've never was that the uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Never had one.
1: They're okay. They're just kind of like a state. They're really good if you can get them fresh. Like that's the kind of the deal. You don't want to get the ones at the store. You can take those home and microwave them. They'll be all right. But like, if you really want the experience, you need to like go there and like stand inside and watch them make the motherfuckers like behind the glass. <laughs> And they go, hey, man, you want a donut? And you go, yeah. And you eat a donut in like two bites. You wouldn't even think you could eat a donut in two bites. But a hot Krispy Kreme donut, you can get that in two, maybe three, tops.
0: It's amazing how many different little tiny things, little experiences that we have that we, (laughs) you know, I don't like I don't know. uh, What what is an, an Arkansas food or treat that just is just. Arkansas yeah. specifically? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because there's certain things that like different regions have different, like in Philadelphia, obviously there's cheesesteaks and all that kind of stuff, but there's something that they do there that I used to do. It's uh, it's called, they, people would eat water ice and mustard pretzel at the same time. Damn. You would literally be walking down the street eating water ice and a mustard pretzel at the same time, and we didn't think it was anything weird. You go to someplace else, like, what the hell are you? We did it in LA. And they're looking at us like, what in the blue hell are you doing? Um,
1: I'm trying to look here right now. I looked up a a list of iconic Arkansas foods. (laughs) I don't know, dude. Like, damn, what are some things? I bet you have all the fried chicken, fried catfish, a lot of fried foods down here, Delvin. We like to fry shit. Barbecue, deviled eggs, chocolate gravy. Is that an Arkansas thing? What in
0: the blue hell is that?
1: Chocolate gravy? Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. It's like uh, melted chocolate chips that you put on a biscuit.
0: Oh, 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 okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's real good. It's like, instead of a donut, you get like a semi-sweet chocolate salt, like, you basically melt chocolate with butter and on a stovetop, and then you drizzle it over a fucking biscuit. It's real good if it's like fresh.
0: Okay, see, to me, that's a, a small chocolate cake.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not gonna, we're gonna have pretty fat stuff. We're right next door to the fattest state in the country, so like,
0: you know, we like <laughs> we like fatty stuff. I was, it's just really weird. Every time I go to a different state city, my first thing is, okay, what's your food? What's your, you know, what's your famous sandwich? What's your, you know? No, you're right. I mean, that's a
1: good point. I'm trying to think and I'm at a loss. Like we kind of have a little bit of everything here Mm -hmm. and we, we, you can get good, whatever you know pizza. if you go to the right place you can get good, good pizza here it's going to be kind of tough because most of our shit is chains but uh mm-hmm. i have definitely had some good pizza from around here where they like throw the dough around and do all that shit and actually make a a real nice pie so
0: i okay cheese steak
1: there's a place in walking distance from here. Now you're from Philly, so this mm-hmm. is going to be a little different. A little different for you. You're probably going to have some things to say about this uh, cheesesteak sandwich. You damn right, sir. So <laughs> this place up the street is called Rocky's Pub, right? You can. Act, I want to get your opinion on this because you might actually get mad. I don't know. They take the the shaved ribeye steak. They don't use steak them. They use the actual steak. Flat mm-hmm. top grill. They chop it up. And honestly, the first couple times I had it, I thought it was ground beef. Like the way mm-hmm. it was chipped up. Like I thought it was just hamburger taco meat, like mm-hmm. broken up and then put into a sandwich, which still probably wouldn't be terrible. But for a Philly steak, that would be odd. Yes. So what they do is they take the, the shaved ribeye steak on a flat top grill. Chop, 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 chop. And then they lay the provolone in there. Then they mix it all together, and then they put it on the roll. So it's almost like a meat cheese spread when you they put what? it on the bread.
0: That's you know not what bad. Saying? That's not bad.
1: I'm not done. So then, that's also got your peppers and your onions and all that, all your veg in there.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: dude that runs the restaurant then proceeds to take and put a spoonful of marinara sauce across the top of it, mm-hmm. right, right down the middle, like a little. Pfft. And uh I at first thought that would be sacrilege. I go, I don't know about all that. Pretty fucking good sandwich, not gonna lie.
0: Uh those are those are called pizza steaks. Pizza steak.
1: Okay, so it's more like a pizza <laughs> steak is what yeah, he likes uh, to make.
0: Yeah, and, and a lot of times they take it and they take that and put that in the oven and 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 kind of melt it down or or almost grill it. Sure. And then they take it back out. That's a that's a pizza steak. And I'll be honest with you. If you get a good pizza steak, that's, if you put crack on one side of a table.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've never been to Philly, but I've heard some things, seen some things. There is actually some kind of a technique as to which you're supposed to take uh, either a Geno's or a – what's the other one? Oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Geno's and – Pats. What's, Pats. So you either take a Geno's or a Pat steak. And then there's a pizza joint somewhere in the thing. And you're supposed to get the big slice of pizza and roll the fucking sandwich up into the pizza. Philly taco. Yeah, okay. Mm. So pizza steak, Philly taco. I got a lot of shit to learn when I make my way to that side of the country, sir.
0: Try to finish one of those. Sweet God. That That pizza slice... You could you could like take it and beat someone to death with it.
1: <laughs> sure, you could you could sneak up behind them in their car and wrap it around their fucking face. It's like, Strangle them to death.
0: It's, like it's, it's, it's the dumbest thing I've ever because because you're from here and you're used to it. But this yeah. is, it was a place. It's on uh, on South Street, and the, you know you get the, they literally take a a full size cheesesteak and a giant piece of pizza right. and roll it together and then cut it in half. And that's a Philly taco. And it's like, are you kidding me? And uh, <laughs> sounds like something you want to try before you die, but you might die eating that fucking sandwich. I, I, again, that shit will finish you off with a quickness. Um, but, but the thing about it is it's, it's I mean, it's two two, your, two good things that you're eating that you sure. like. And the next thing you know, you're like, hey, wait a minute. I like pizza. I like cheesesteaks. Put them together. Yeah. Listen,
1: man, hey, I like sex and I like tacos, but I don't like them at the same time. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. But good
0: sir, you're missing what? out on taco booty. You got to remember, that's a good thing. Taco booty. Oh, taco shit. booty. You got to remember, get... I'm telling you right now. I you take on. the sex. You... Let, me get,
1: <laughs> let me get my motherfucking pen out of see. All
0: right. <laughs> you take the booty and the taco. And you put them together for booty taco. It's a new thing that I'm working on. I'm, I'm trademarking that and let everybody know that that's my idea, booty tacos. And I'm, I'm going with that.
1: Shit, sure. when I get done, is a booty taco supreme. Hola!
0: <laughs> now I want to get back to you and your fighting. I need to hear this. Okay. You said you you said you you loved the UFC. Yeah. How yeah, far yeah. back do you go?
1: Snap. Okay, so I didn't get really into it until the first season of The Ultimate Fighter,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I mean, I got into that show in particular, and I had seen some of the the odds and ends, you know, fighting up until that point. Uh, but like The Ultimate Fighter, I watched a couple seasons of that, and then I fell off again for a while,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I got back in when Brock Lesnar <laughs> fought <laughs> when Brock Lesnar fought Shane Carwin. I believe, is when I finally jumped back in bo- with both feet. I had been kind of casual since then, too. Just mm-hmm. here and there, I'd hear about some shit. But, uh, yeah, man, Brock Lesnar and Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin was a scary fucking guy. And they kept running the promos, and they were talking about he had to get, like, special-made gloves because he's got, like, literal bratwurst-sized fucking mm-hmm. fingers. And you just think about this big, bad Brock Lesnar who's now coming in, you know, to defend his title against – uh no, he took the title from Shane in that he choked his ass out.
0: Did yeah. not see that coming. Nope. Because let's be honest, Brock is a wrestler. He picks you up, dumps you on your head, and then takes those sauce, those big giant, those uh, those those big giant brick fists and smashes sure. you in the face. Just cinder blocks. It's oh, like it getting
1: like- beat up by a fucking bear, like a grizzly bear. You don't <laughs> want that.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, it was it's really weird because you forget. Just how big the UFC heavyweights are. Some of these dudes, yeah, big boys. Is he is a gigantic? He's, I think he's like six four, six five, yep. and he's he's close to three hundred pounds. This guy he maxes
1: out every time he's fought. I think he's in like the 260 range, just,
0: two sixty range, two two
1: sixty five. Yeah, he's just a big
0: boy, big monster. And when he fought, when when you just, just imagine you were at a bar somewhere, nope, and Shane Carl. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. And let's get into a fight at the next table.
1: Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm just gonna take my fucking drink and I'm out. I don't yeah. want no parts of it.
0: Have you ever? Have you ever actually been in a bar when the fight breaks out?
1: Yes. Oh, this is a great story, dude. I haven't told this one in a long time. Mm-hmm. So the the first Halloween that my wife and I were together. Okay. We'll go to a place called the electric cowboy and we don't really do bars. Like that's not a big thing. Uh, even now to this point, we've been to maybe two or three together. Mm-hmm. This is our first experience with that. I dressed up like two face from Batman. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, with the whole getting shot in the face thing, like I got like scars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, that's always been a fun character I wanted to do. So I, Made this real nice suit. And I, like, burnt it up and made it all. Got some makeup on my face. I was looking straight in my Two-Face costume, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're standing there. It's a lot of people, just so many people, man. And I've always been kind of weird with personal space. Like, I get uncomfortable as shit when I'm elbow to elbow with people. So, we're standing there, and I hear a commotion. You ever hear a commotion over your shoulder? You're mm-hmm. kind of just shit getting knocked around, and you kind of look over it's two white guys fighting, pushing, not really fighting, but like shoving, doing mm-hmm. the whole pushing in the shit and falling over by the pool tables, which is pretty good distance over there. There's people between us. Oh, shit. You know, watching. <laughs> two guys are fighting. I'd kind of make the girls move to the middle. So it's now me and my boys, you know, lined up kind of with our backs to what's going on. Just making sure nothing's going to get wild with the mm-hmm. girls. You know, we don't want no problems. Them two assholes keep fighting and fighting. And... uh <laughs> Okay, so they come back towards us and the crowd kind of scoots away. Like, now we're in the, the circle. So they're kind of dishing around and punching each other and whatnot. But his dude walks up, right? Yeah, he's dressed up like Mike Tyson. And I'm not saying that he looked like Mike Tyson, but, like, he kind of fit the part. He was mm-hmm. a, a very well-trimmed uh, uh, black gentleman mm-hmm. with a high-top fade, you know, fucking doing his thing. Had boxing gloves hanging around his neck, Everlast T-shirt with the thing ripped, and he was just chilling. Well, he breaks up the fight, kind of, but he grabs the guy who got punched. You know, that's kind of weird when two dudes are fighting and like, who do you grab? You grab the guy who's been punching people. You grab the guy who's getting punched. Like, who are you supposed to grab? Mm-hmm. He grabs the guy that got punched at that time and holds him down on the floor. And then his lady in a French maid outfit runs up and says, hey, that's my boyfriend. Yada, yada. Let him go. He says, no, I'm going to hold him here. And you can barely hear this, but they're You're yelling at each other, right? And I, S. Anthony, this girl was maybe 100 pounds soaking wet in a French maid costume with her butt cheeks hanging out, right? (laughs) She fucking walks up. She grabs a hold of him, like, by the the shirt collar, Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. And she says, hey, motherfucker, let him go. Whatever, you know, this, that, and the other. Homeboy tries to get up off the ground. He gives him one right in the face. Puts him (laughs) back out on the ground. She starts punching Mike Tyson in his head as hard as... I can only imagine she was coming from the attic with him, like way up over her fucking head and just coming down and socking him right in his fucking ear. Just bam. She was hitting him so hard. Like her body was lifting off the ground when she made contact. Like her feet were coming off the ground. She just bam hitting him. He took about three or four of those. (laughs) Just, you know, not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. And like the fourth one, I guess, caught him enough that he reached back and kind of pushed her like, "Mm, stop it. Well, he let go of the guy that was on the floor, and that guy had grabbed a beer bottle. And when he pushed the fucking chick off, homeboy came up with that Bud Light bottle and and in the club lighting, like I saw the fuck. It was like an explosion, just shit went everywhere. Uh. So here it is. Here's fast. They start scuffling. Chick punches it the hardest I've ever seen a woman punch anything. Like just pap pushes her on her ass. Glass flies. Oh shit. So, the the black dude maybe got, like, to his butt. Like, he didn't even get knocked out. He just fucking sat back on his ass and got back up to his feet. And the other guy was like,
2: wait, 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 wait.
1: (laughs) Because he just just had exploded a beer bottle across this dude's face. Like, surely he's going to get his ass kicked now. Mm -hmm. They drug his ass outside. And uh, I don't know what happened. I'm sure they all went home, whatever the deal is. But, like, he was a security guard. He was one of the off-duty bouncers that was roaming through the bar. So after they subdued that gentleman, I'm pretty sure that the rest of the uh, the peoples gave him a little bit of a tune-up.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they, they played drums in the back.
1: <laughs> For sure. They had to. I mean, dude. He was being so aggressive. And it's just like, man, sometimes you got to know when to take the car out of gear. Because Homeboy didn't want any pieces of this dude in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have literally probably torn his head off. But all he was doing was holding him down. Like, hey, dude, stop it. No, don't, don't, don't go nowhere. And he gave him one little love tap. Just a little, hey, get your ass back down there. Mm-hmm. And then old girl started ear earholing him. <laughs> <And> it just, <laughs> one thing led to another. It was so fast.
0: Those are some but, of the most dangerous places. I have ever, the only I've actually been more afraid of being in bars than uh, many, many other things because I, I just, I've been to so many bars, I've been in obviously thousands of bars over the years yeah. and I, I've, it's one of the things where you know, how can I put this? Have you ever seen, you seen those Poltergeist movies when the ghost shows up and mm-hmm. just tables explode into the air and they go, oh God, the, the ghost is here. And we've been in. I've been in the bar. We're just sitting there, just minding our business. We're just four comedians. We're just sitting there, just having a great time. And
1: all of a sudden, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you just see, and then you can just see, uh, you see these tables just kind of flying up across. Like it's, it's really far in the back, and then it just it's, it starts coming towards us like a ass whip tsunami. It, you can just see it pouring towards us. Yep. And we're going, oh my God. And, we're, uh, and when you see a fire jump from one building, skip a building, and it hit the next building, so the ass whip tsunami is coming towards us on the right side. And apparently, a little bit of the ass whip fire jumped over us to the people by the front door. Oh, damn. So now you're they're a, fighting. So they're fighting on both sides of crossfire. Us. Yeah, We're <laughs> 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 sitting going, oh shit. But the yep. bad part about it is you literally had no choice but to drop dudes just to get out. Sure. You know, hey listen
1: huh? <laughs> let me tell you something this is everybody I understand most people probably think white people can't fight
2: mm. white
1: people mosh pit for fun don't you ever forget that like there's a certain breed of white people that mm. will just jump in a pit and start elbowing and uppercutting and kneeing and fucking shoulder tackling everybody just cause and they love that shit
0: and these white you people want to, are my friends. You want
1: to friends. talk about, you want to talk about boxing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You probably have the advantage. If you want to square up and go fucking fist out, you can do that, and you'll probably take that one down. But if you want to go in the phone booth in a crowd of people, mm-hmm. the white people get squarely as fuck.
0: I, I just, I, I'd never seen because the thing is, I'm, I'm used to dudes. When, I, you know, you would get in the street, you'd crack each other a couple of times, and when it become, when it became a, a, a parent that someone was taking the was winning. Yes, you kind of just stop. It's like you made your point. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah let them fall say, over,
1: yeah, let them fall down, yeah. and you say, "Hey, dude, don't let me, don't let me catch you doing whatever fuck you were doing that led to this ass whooping in the first place again." Or are you gonna get some more of that ass whooping, sir? Just,
0: <laughs> and I, I'm in the bar, and you know that, that, little, that little spike that uh, when they take the tickets or the or, and they just kind of slam them down on the bar, that sharp little piece of metal where they where they, where they drink tickets, they they slam them down there oh yeah, yeah yeah the little note keeper the little pokey thing they put yeah. like yeah, yeah. and I'm sitting there going and I'm watching these people there's a different there's hitting meaning I'm mad at you and I want you to understand that you've offended me and I want to make sure that I mark this occasion with my fist in your face to let you know don't do that again and then there's I don't not, not only want to kill you <laughs> I want it to hurt as bad as possible and I'm jo- enjoying this and that's the kind of ass whipping that is going on around me and Jeez, just like you Christ. said, there's a, there's a certain group of people that it, knocking you on your ass is not enough for them. No, it's not enough. And even if you beaten the guy senseless, it's not enough. And you see a guy picking up. He went and got is one of those things. He puts his fingers, sweeps off all of the all of the tabs of the tickets, and he yeah. grabs the bottom of it with his hand. And he's heading towards a dude. I don't know that shank
1: now. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's and he's the guy. He's already whooped the guy's ass. I mean, the guy's. This crap is over. I mean, I've seen, you know, those fake WWE ass weapons when, you know, they beat the guy with eight dudes stomping on him or something like that. It was like sure. that, but in real life. And then everyone else is like, well, we whipped his ass enough. This guy's like, no, nah, I haven't killed him yet. So Steve, yeah. get the table. It's <laughs> <He's> like 3D. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. He picks it you up gonna... and
0: he's, he's going to go stab the guy. Now, I don't know the guy. I've never met the guy. I'm trying to keep people from beating my ass. But I was like, I can't let this dude murder this dude. (laughs) You know, I can't. And I'm sitting there going, if I grab this thing, he might aim this at me, but I can't let him kill this guy. I don't even know what the dude did. But whatever he did, he doesn't deserve to have this poke through his forehead or jam in his neck.
1: Listen, that's too long, man. That's too much metal. Like, that'll go all the way through a cavity, man. You don't need that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and this guy was, you could tell that this guy, I don't know, maybe he might have been some kind of some kind of training because the ass whipping was just too efficient. This wasn't boxer ass whipping. This was I've beaten people in the street. Maybe he was the kind of dude that got paid money for hurting people because oh, he was nice. too efficient. Too I good said, at it, yeah. yeah just, he's, just, he's, he's hitting all the right places. He's oh, twisting man. the right things. You know, it's, 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 it's up, He's up. He's throwing elbow. It's just he's too efficient. And I'm going, do I grab this thing or do I just let him stab this guy because there's a good chance. Yeah, I don't want you know, I don't want like, it
1: myself. To be honest with
0: you, I was I'm like, "Oh my god!" That. So I just, I just acted like I got knocked into him and knocked it out of his hand, and like then he hello. looked, at, and he looked at me like, <gasps> and just looking his face like, "You mother!" I was like, "Oh, sorry, bro, sorry, bro." And he's, and he just kind of, got right, ah, right. and then he just, and for I guess maybe that was enough to shake him, shake his psychotic episode loose, yeah, because he just kind of <laughs> said "f this" and and signaled his boys, and they all walked out, and I'm going why did you do that? <laughs> snap
1: him out of it, man. It's that like, dude was fixing to go crazy. I
0: said, like, why did I, why did I even think about, I was just, it was just, I just couldn't imagine myself now, 25, 30 years later with this, the picture of this guy plunging that thing into the top of this guy's head. Yeah. And, um. and it's, first of all, first of all, I probably would have had to testify and I don't want that crazy bastard looking for me. Yeah.
1: Not me, dude. I didn't see nothing. I didn't say nothing. If I could, whatever, if you want to stab that dude in his forehead, good luck. I'm,
0: I've never. I seen I don't it. give a
1: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's 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 the weird thing because you know when you see things online, you become so de- desensitized to stuff online. You see, uh, it was a few years ago when uh, uh, somebody some some group had hacked Twitter, and they were just they would just bombard. And if you had more than a thousand or two thousand followers on uh, on Twitter, they were, they were they were like they were just trying to grab popular accounts and just bombard their feed. So I'm getting my feed bombarded with beheadings. Oh, nice. Um, you know like car acts and it wasn't just me it was a bunch of people it was like anybody who had more than 3 or 4 thousand followers at the time and I'm getting bombarded with beheadings you know like crime scene photographs like people's heads split in half because they ran oh, into yeah. a
1: pole I'm pretty, I'm pretty desensitized the internet will do that to you for sure I've seen some wild shit on the internet man
0: yeah, I mean, I remember I was watching. That. I was I went online and I looked at the, I looked up I looked up. Uh, there was this thing that goes: these are the things you should never look up on the internet. And they Makes describe sense. the things. And I'm like, oh god! You know what? I don't even know if I could des- get desensitized enough. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> oh
1: man, I've ran the gauntlet. That was the one I heard about not too a couple of years ago. It was like a big thing. It's like the tw- the dozen of the worst fu- <clears throat> of the worst videos you could watch on the uh, the internet. And uh,
0: had you seen I've, any of
1: them before you saw the list? No, 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 no. It's been a minute, man. Like I mm-hmm. was a weird kid. I say I was a weird kid. Apparently, a lot of people did it. But like when the internet first came out, I was just a gross little fucking bastard. Like I experienced a lot of shit and trauma in my life at that point so you know you just you see shit like rotten.com and just Mm. i had seen some shit nothing Mm. too crazy but i watched the videos and uh, there was a couple that kind of got a reaction out of me just like a oh shit not like a oh god turn it off but just like (laughs) a man that is rough I will say this. The final video uh, was a hard left from what I had seen previously, and Mm. it actually almost made me throw up, which is pretty hard to do. But, uh, yeah, I've got a really weak gag reflex to certain things, and they just happened to have my number on that one. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Did it happen? Did it have anything to do with two girls and a cup?
1: No, but it's in. It's not in that vein, but it's some nasty shit like yeah. pertaining to like deviant sex act stuff, and yeah. it was just like, oh. man,
0: <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world was to watch reaction videos of two. I've never seen Two Girls One Cup, and I'm not going to. But I remember so. I remember yeah. what I I got. I actually went on a binge of just reaction videos.
1: Yeah, it's got to be terrible. I can only imagine. That, that probably wouldn't even bother me. Like I would watch it and be like, that's gross. Yeah, it's at like, this
0: point. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. If I actually, if I actually went and watched it right now, I'd probably laugh at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, once you, once you've seen dudes' heads cut off, it's kind of hard to get grossed out by people vomiting poop in each other's mouth. You know what I mean? So,
1: so that was the thing, and you would think that, right? I'll mm-hmm. tell you what it was, because I can talk about it. I just can't watch the fucking video. What it was is like I'm watching these videos, and like, there's one chick that like drowns. She drowns herself on accident trying to do a trick. Mm-hmm. You watch a person die. That's a snuff film. You know what I'm saying? You go, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Now, up until recently, like there's been some other crazy shit. Like that one dude took his own head off with a 12-gauge on Facebook. That was pretty nuts. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, it was stuff like that. You know, like uh, one guy, one jar, or whatever the thing, where he <laughs> just puts a jar in his ass and breaks it and whatever. Like That's terrible, whatever. Some guy... There was one about these two like Russian kids that tortured some guy in the woods and like these power tools on his shit and then that mm-hmm. one and the beheading video I had seen kind of some of that shit but that one was really rough because when it started like I never actually watched one all the way through but you mm-hmm. see the shit where they're like sawing some guy's fucking head off and you're like this is terrible
0: yeah it it's it just it, it really I, see it, it's well, it's really weird because it's it's just it's it's the scariest thing in the world when. Sure. You realize. This is it. Yeah. Yes. It's like when you, the, the scariest thing is not just the video, but when you, when you sit there and you're looking at it and I remember I was eating something. Yeah. Oh my, this is going to sound corny. You're going you're gonna to think I'm making it up. Here we I'm go. not.
1: So I was eating pasta with. I, ate, I was
0: literally eating spaghetti and freaking meatballs because <laughs> <laughs> I, I had made it myself and I make it. see, my Italian friends are going to get pissed off at me. Because uh, I know they're gonna be listening to this when this when this comes out. My Italian friends down in Philly. Because I used to torture them, all, one of my friends, all the time. Because my Italian friends, their grandmothers and their mothers and their wives always love me because of my I have uh, puffy cheeks with dimples. So I know if I get anywhere near them, the face is getting pinched. Yeah, they got to get a hold of that. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I get like, oh, and I'm going to get fed some stuff. They call what we call spaghetti sauce. They call it gravy. Oh. And they're really serious about calling it gravy. Serious about their gravy. Yeah. So my my, my buddy's mother, we were both in our 20s at the time. And every time she came in the room, hey, Anthony, do you like the gravy? I go, Mrs. – I forgot her name, but Mrs. – whatever. Yeah, it's the greatest. The greatest gravy of all time. And it was. It was awesome. I mean, this this woman knew what she was doing. My boy – we broke each other's balls all the time and I know how to make him mad because he never hit me but he'd get mad and now and so she'd walk out and I'm going i am tell you right now man your mother makes the best spaghetti sauce it's gravy like I said the best spaghetti sauce is fucking great you, know, yeah. <laughs> you can't even get upset that spaghetti sauce is top nerd. hey hey <laughs> he would literally get pissed and I would do it to him every stop talking about my mom's fucking gravy hey chance I got if I saw anyone eating spaghetti sauce I would call a spaghetti sauce in front of him and it would drive him nuts but he could but but the thing is he loved me so he couldn't anybody else he punches him in the face me he'd never do it so I'm like Hey, man, let's go to your mom's house. Oh, yeah, she's going to make a degrave. gravy. I don't want any gravy, but I would love some spaghetti sauce. What the fuck? <laughs>
2: <world?
1: laughs> uh,
0: to me, so speak- that
1: is that is life. So speaking of gravy, we were talking about some guy getting his head chopped off. That mm-hmm. was bad. The, you know, the internet fucking desensitizes you to that shit. And mm-hmm. that one was kind of like, that sucks. The finale was some uh, Asian lady sucking this guy's dick. Mm-hmm. Seems simple enough, right? Mm-hmm. You know what Dick Cheese is? You ever heard of that phrase? Asked Anthony Thomas. Yes, I have. See, I'm. See, here's the thing, oh. pal. I'm a I'm a man uh, born in the age of circumcisions, and uh, somebody saw fit for me to not have my foreskin. So I don't know what it's like. But apparently, if you don't clean out your wiener skin, you can get like some real funky shit up in there. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, I have to share this with you now. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. How desensitive are you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all I saw was him pull that shit back, and he had some funk up under there. And mm. this poor girl, she must have been like a, like a hooker or something. Mm. She was not happy about it. <laughs> he was just like, here you go. And she was like, and just. Dude, <laughs> I said, it could have been completely fake. Like, none of it could have been real. That Maybe they just took some cottage cheese and put it up under this dude's foreskin. But all I know is when he pulled that shit back and she was almost crying, <laughs> like, I literally got smell vision and I gagged in my fucking mouth. Like, I was just like, oh, my God.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the
1: first time in a long time that I've seen something that made me gag. Like, normally it smells. I, and I think in that moment I had, like, some kind of a weird inception of like funky smells mixed with visual shit and i was just like make it stop <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> well I, I gotta be honest with you i'm glad i got the chop myself i also got the chop so uh <laughs> Oof. so I also got the chop, so I ain't got to worry about that. But I just wonder about it. I mean, it's one, it. less, one less plate. You
1: know what I'm saying? You were talking about having plates. Like, keeping your wiener clean is probably going to be an extra thing, plate to keep in the air, I would think. So I'm glad I don't have to deal with that, you know?
0: Same here, my brother. Same here. I can here. barely
1: keep my goddamn car clean.
0: <laughs> I, 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 if I took a picture in my Camry right now, you'd be going, did you wipe birds' asses across the top of that thing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like I, i've been trying this new thing to keep my car clean i just grab pigeons and wipe their asses across the top <laughs> like a glass chalk just
0: it, 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 i can't because the thing is is like uh people go because my car is under my tree it's literally under my tree so uh it's it's and the birds I, I love when the cats when the neighborhood cats show up sure. because when the cats are showing up oh cats are gangsters, the birds are the hell out of there yep I, I I I'll take cat pee on a on my back driver's side tire any day of the week over seventeen birds going let's empty our asses on San Anthony's roof and because ty- and the- sometimes I come out and I'm like oh my god really. i'm gonna be listen
1: i'm nowhere close to buying like a bugatti or something because i ain't got that kind of money but it is something that i do find funny when i go for my line of work i work in tire shops so i see a lot of cars sometimes i see exotic cars foreign cars you know bentley's and all kinds of you know rolls royces and whatnot Mm. beautiful i love it there's no way that i could have a hundred thousand dollar car and not keep a shotgun in the trunk in case a fucking bird happened to shit on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That bird's going down. <laughs> I don't oh. give a fuck if I'm at your mama's house in the driveway. If a bird shits on my Rolls Royce, like, that bird's gotta go.
0: If I had a Tesla in front of my house, mm-hmm. I'd set that tree on fire. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'd be like, put the car back there for a minute. <laughs>
1: So it's probably a good thing that I drive a Civic, you know, because I don't have to worry about shitting on that. But, uh, yeah, that's why I'm glad I don't have an expensive car because I just feel like that's the kind of rage it would bring out of me.
0: Well, you're talking to a Toyota Camry owner. so The (laughs) mighty Toyota Camry. (laughs) You know what the funny thing is? I forgot that I used to say that all the time. And I I was just talking to uh, uh, J.M. Brady. He was the last person I talked to. And he was talking about when somebody runs up on him that listened to his podcast. And um, I had that happen, but I didn't realize how many, quote, catchphrases I had.
1: Oh, I got a good one for you, sir. As a matter of fact, since you brought it up, mm-hmm. I have it in my notes here. I don't know. I had a of notes. <laughs> so uh, now listen, I've, I've listened to a few episodes of the S. Anthony Thomas show, which mm-hmm. is nice when you have guests and stuff. But I'm a big fan of S. Anthony says. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. how uh hey let me get in here real close to the mic i gotta gotta talk some serious business with you uh hey hey it's mm-hmm. anthony,
0: anthony thomas yes sir how is granny sweetbutt and have you heard from her lately oh uh actually the funny thing is oh for uh, okay for those of you i keep forgetting i got a lot of new listeners in the last couple of years oh um, granny so I have, sweetbutt y'all oh, baby <laughs> so i got i got to explain to the new listeners who granny sweetbutt is uh, there was a lady at a supermarket. Um, She was—I didn't realize she was actually. She's, she's literally a, like a year older than me. I thought she yeah. was way older than me. So <laughs> she, from the neck down, she—I'm—I'm I'm not exaggerating, which was great. She literally has the body of a. Tw- she like she looks like from the neck from the, from the chin down. She's literally built like Halle Berry when Halle Berry was 28. Mm. From the chin up, she looks like she's an older lady. You know, and not, she's not horrible or anything like that. And, and I would not yeah. wanna do that, but just, just she looks like she's older than me. So she, I like she looks like
1: that's a dilemma. No, I've seen that before. It's like when you see a chick in the thing, you're like with a real nice rack, and then you get a catch of her face and you're going like that woman is at least eighty five. God damn.
0: I'm telling you, I, big thought, old titty. <laughs> I thought I wow. thought this woman was um I thought this woman was like sixty eight years old or something like that. Sure. And I never asked the only time I got her age was near the end. And and she kept trying to get me to get it on with her. Yeah, give her that good, that good. Business. She wanted me to give her that good deep business. And I was like, man, this is really inappropriate. I can't uh
1: Yeah, this is somebody's great grandma. She's, old, she's
0: you know, she's like my mom, you know. I can't <laughs> you know. But the thing is from the back, I saw two young brothers that were talking about it. They were like, yo, man. Yeah, man, look at that girl right there, man. You know what I mean? What about you? Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? What'd you do? Man, yeah, I'll tear that up, you know what I'm saying? I'll tear that up. Too, man, man. Then she turned around and I'm like, hey! Oh, oh what up, Aunt B? Hey, um, hey. And they were like, hey, Mrs., and then they said her name. And I used to get a kick out of her because I didn't know who she was. And I saw her walking down the supermarket and I was like, that is the most incredible body I've ever seen. She turns around and she's turning around, she's holding something up in front of her and I'm like oh my I said you know I, I felt guilty I was like dude you can't be looking at this young girl she's got to be like 24 23 years old you, you're like 49 49 or something at the time I, said, I can't be looking at a no girl that young man said, and she took the thing that was like
2: oh, okay. oh no no no
0: you know and like I said she's not a bad looking woman it would be just like if I had the body of somebody who was 22 years old and my 52 year old face was on it you know what I mean and it's they would be looking life. at me like what the hell is with that dude and so she kept and i was so tempted you know i kept looking at her and i said, she is kind of cute even though she's older than me and and i was like i there was a part of me was like i'm going to take this woman home cuz she's begging me to take. i'm going to give it this good business and i just couldn't do it i was like I, and I, the part of me there was like 70 90% of me was like are you crazy 1% of me was like you crazy if you don't um excellent. i have seen granny sweet but recently excellent um once again she was trying to give me the me, to get me to give it a good deep business and I'm like I can't do it and then she told me her I don't know if she's lying about her age or not here it is <laughs> let me hear it lay it on me man I don't know if she's lying about. and she goes uh I can't say what she said, but because, uh, but, but, but the thing was, it was because I'll identify her cause she's very distinctive with the way she talks. Uh, and, sure. uh, <laughs> but, but she was making it very, very clear that she wanted me to give it a good business. And I was like, you know, I have a girlfriend right now. I don't have a girlfriend right now. Right. Uh, I have a girlfriend right now. I can't yeah, do it. Right. And uh, <laughs> but it's like, it's like my, my, one of my nephews laughed at me, but he goes, you know, damn uncle, you know, damn well you want to go over there and give her that business. I'm like, Yes, I do want to go over there and give it a business, but I'm not going to do it.
1: No, the problem is, is you're worried she's going to give you that business. (laughs) You know what the funny thing is? Uh, oh, tell me. Tell me the funny thing. Because what it sounds like to me, listen, my buddy got divorced a few years ago, yeah. and he said that he met up with an older chick that he met through Tinder. Because understand, he's been married for 10 years. He didn't know anything about all that business. <laughs> so he got on Tinder <laughs> and was like, I'm gonna fucking try to uh, meet somebody. Fucked around, got this lady who was real sweet on the first date. Met up this, that, and the other for coffee. They went bowling. They had dinner. And everything was cool. They were being cordial. Then they stopped at Starbucks, and she offered to suck his dick in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. <was> like, what? <laughs> and he called me. He told me. I said, did you do it? And he goes, no. hes goes, like, she scared the shit out of me. I took her home. And I go, listen, man, you know what just happened here? And he goes, what? I said, you put your finger in the cougar cage, and you got bit, son. I said, I don't know what to tell you. You're supposed to hold the cougar down and fuck it. What is wrong with you? I <laughs> said you should never you were disrespectful to the game and now you've lost a point in my book. <laughs> I said because that's some fucked up ass shit. You left her hanging.
0: Man, I, I she it, it,
1: <laughs> shame on you and shame on him and fucking shame on all y'all. These Cougars need love too. You fucking deliver that COVID injection like you posed to. God
0: damn it. I, my nephew literally laughed me uh, off the internet. Uh, when he heard the episode.
1: He goes, I hope, listen, I hope your nephew fucks around and gives Granny Sweetbutt that good, sweet business.
0: I have a I have a feeling uh, this is, you know what, you know what the funny thing is, if I actually do it, I'm probably going to be like, it'll probably be an episode called I did it.
1: Yeah. It's going to be an episode <laughs> called I killed Granny Sweetbutt. starring <laughs> star guess Anthony Thomas.
0: because She's like a year older than me, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh, okay. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even that, uh, that stuff, but for some reason, it's like when you lock somebody into a into a picture in your mind, you like when women try to quote friend zone someone unquote, you be the sure. best guy in the world. Once they move you into that area, no matter what happens, they can't move yeah. you out. If I hadn't locked her in, if I hadn't locked her into the, you know, treating her as like a respectful older lady, respectful, show her respect, show her respect, show her respect. Yeah. My genitals have already went. We're out. <laughs> Just, we're not doing it. Too yeah, late. That's too bad. I'll teach her some respect. Hey. What hey. you're saying, granted sweet but hey, God goddamn it,
1: you need to stop. what, what else are we talking about? Fucking I'm gonna be on here all day.
0: I gotta tell you this. When I was younger, I, I got to a uh when I was twenty, the twenty-eight year old uh gave me the business.
1: Pretty sweet, huh? Uh yeah,
0: yeah. I mean because well there's no I was nineteen, sorry. I was nineteen, she was twenty eight. When you're had nineteen for
1: older chicks, man.
0: So you don't know like, what the hell you're doing. You're just glad to be there. 28 year old 28 year old women when you're a 19 year old it's like they trash talk you while they're doing it
1: sure <laughs> you know what i mean so when i uh i was uh, 17 and working with this lady and she was the same age as my mom no excuse me she's six years older than my mom so at the time she probably would have been like 39 maybe i was 17 i was trying hard Because she had a niece that worked at the pizza place I worked at, too. And, like, we all were just basically trying to holler at fucking the niece, you know. But then, like, she was fair game, too, and nobody was giving her as much attention. So I was just like, what's up, girl? You know, shit, fucking around. I turned 18 and she became legal. And uh, eventually I worked my way in there. And let me tell you what, that was an experience.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just... And and people if they listen to this hey, they're gonna think this is just look, dudes talking. She,
1: she hooked me for four years.
0: with yeah, that, fucking,
1: that that grown woman shit and like I loved it, and I would never fault anybody for for going up and above because you owe it to them.
0: They'll they'll blast your brains out. First of all, they're more mature than you in just in general till we catch up to them. And then they got 10 more extra years of it. It's like when a person comes from a highly recruited college player joins the NFL and you would have graded the best college player, but you're 20 and these players are 27 sure. and they've been playing for seven years. So they got all the tricks and you're sitting there thinking you're going to use your three moves and they got 29 moves, <laughs> you know, And they're <laughs> waiting wait for him going, he's going to try to go to the left. He's got to be kidding me with this crap. I'm going to knock that ball down before it even gets to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like you're fucking around. You're a, like a one year newbie kid. And you're fighting Merko Krokop. Like, trust me, left leg hospital,
0: right leg cemetery. Right leg cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good time for you uh, uh, for fighting back then because you know I, I, I uh, that, well that was Pride.
1: Yeah, Pride fighting was a shit man. That is nuts. That whole what was it a ten minute first round, mm. five minute second round, and a the third if it fucking came to it. Pride fighting was madness. You knees remember? and kicks and stomps and slams and
0: that was the first time I saw a guy Lord. get punched in the balls. He was the, the guy. The guy was in the headlock. <laughs> and the guy let his right arm out and he's literally like hook hooking, punching him in the balls. And the guy didn't let go. See, I'm thinking. I remember that
1: scene from like the early UFC. There was the UFC, there, a UFC. Some, some some
0: some Japanese dude was getting punched in the balls. Yeah, I have that. I have the first two UFC DVDs.
1: That might be number one. Is it number one?
0: I think it's. Number I think two. it's on the first one. I, okay. I, I, I'm sitting. I'm sitting there going. After the first shot to the to the nuts, I might have to let go and defend and defend the balls.
1: I don't know, dude. I think if he really wanted to make him let go, he would have just lightly tapped him in the balls because those seemed to be way more effective. <laughs> like that was the problem. The dude was ready for blunt force. He sucked his nuts up like a turtle. But if he'd have just reached up and been like, "Boop,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, my favorite one, he shut I, his whole shit down. Like, oh uh, fuck! Hey. <laughs> my favorite thing of all, my favorite fight was Frank Shamrock versus Tito Ortiz. Yeah? That fight was... Because if you get an opportunity to, to watch Frank Shamrock versus Tito Ortiz, it's it's, it's, it's it's. I have to
1: go back and watch it. I don't know if I've seen that. Like, I've got a few favorite fights and a few favorite fighters, but like... That's like the early, early days. That like was had to be something that I would see. Like actually went back and watch because I don't even think I was a little kid when that shit was happening. Probably.
0: Yeah, I was. I, I, I was, If you get when you, you could probably find that on YouTube. Yeah, and I'm, sure. I was, I was sitting there going, I was, I was watching it. And I'm going, this is awesome because, because Frank Shamrock was the man at the time. Yeah. He was the dude. I mean, he was the guy. His his brother, his adopted brother, they were both in the same. Um, uh, as Ken Shamrock. That's sure. the one that went See, to the UFC. That's what now. I
1: was gonna say. Is I'm fucking a wrestling fan, so I'm more familiar with Ken Shamrock.
0: Well, Ken Shamrock was a monster, also the
1: world, the world's most dangerous man.
0: So. Yeah, he, he and and he's the funny thing is when they give you a moniker like that, a lot of times it's bullcrap. When he had that nickname, it was not bullcrap. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean. He
1: had a rough life too. That man was unstable.
0: I mean, they, 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 yeah, they both were in the same uh, home, and uh, just, just imagine. It's like as hard as that was. Somehow, because you see, you see sometimes you see a pile of crap life and a flower pop up out of it. Two champions. Yeah.
1: It's pretty wild. Right? Came
0: out of that damn house. It's like it's, you know, it's like a, a bad family, a family that sucks. You know, from what you can, from what, from what you understand, and all of a sudden, like two NBA superstars come out of it.
1: It's not even like the Manning family because at least there was Archie. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's not a total surprise that he had two kids that happened to play football well. Like, this is two adopted kids that happened to be really good at beating the ever-loving fuck (laughs) out of
0: people. (laughs) But the the funny thing about it is I remember that as the UFC has gotten more popular. Now, we know there's a lot of guns in the country. So, you always have to be careful. You have to to be cool. You have to be careful because you never know who's got a gun. But here's the thing. Even if they don't have a gun, the UFC has made mixed martial arts so popular. A whole lot of people are taking these classes. Sure. You never know. You and, might get and... your ass choked out in front of your girlfriend. <laughs> you better be careful. I'm seeing guys get into fights or attempt to be begin to get into a fight. And then I watch one guy get into the Muay Thai stance. It's my favorite. And I'm looking at the other guy. And he's he's got his street fighting stance. And I'm going... This is not going to end well.
1: Yep. Listen, I can't throw punches. There's not a chance. My right I'm right hand dominant and mm-hmm. I'm missing my middle finger on my right hand. My right hand is fucked. Mm-hmm. So I'm either gonna have to go boss, boss written style, mm-hmm. and give you give you the old liver the old punch. <laughs> I was gonna go palm strikes. That dude was notorious for hitting people in the fucking face with his palm. Mm-hmm. But not just that. Like I love Muay Thai. Like that's my move. I'm gonna fucking reach up and grab you by the neck, and I'm either gonna try to elbow you in your fucking nose, or I'm gonna knee you in your face. Cause that's all I can do. Like I can't tackle you. You know what I'm saying? I'm too big. If I start falling down, we're all falling.
0: <laughs> what do you use? Six feet
1: flat. Yeah, six, six feet, feet flat.
0: That's
1: two twenty. I'm big enough that if I grab a hold of you, mm-hmm. like. Where the head goes, the body follows. That's typically mm-hmm. the move. And I like to think that I got a good grip. I pick up tires all day. Yeah.
0: So, Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really yeah. weird. If, when you work certain jobs, you yes. get freak strength.
1: If I fucking reach up behind your neck and grab your fucking stupid head with both my hands and put mm-hmm. my thumbs in front of your ears and fucking just grab mm-hmm. you and start slinging you around, you're going to go probably where I take you.
0: Yeah. The movie tie clinch means you go where I want you to go. Correct, because you know. <laughs> uh, I just oh here's here's an example of somebody who has freak strength. Obviously, some of it's genetic, but some of it is just a, a fact of, of the job that he had. Hey, Francis Ngannou,
1: I'm not a bad motherfucker. I'm just saying, like I've built up my arms and shoulders enough mm-hmm. that I could probably swing you around if you're not also a person who does that. Yeah, I mean, Francis Ngannou used to dig fucking sand out of a pit
0: all day. <laughs> Every day. It ain't like they had benefits and they could take time off.
1: S. Anthony Thomas, have you ever had a pet die? You ever had, like, you are a little kid, you have a pet die, like a dog or a hamster or something? Yes. And you're like, hey, you know what? I like this pet. I'm going to dig a hole for it. And you get out in your backyard with a shovel. Yeah, I don't know. You get about I don't know three inches into the dirt, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, digging a hole fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> Francis and Ghana used to dig a hole in sand, probably not even with a whole shovel, like maybe just like a little baby shovel or like one of those bullshit little trench shovel shits, mm-hmm. all day long for a job.
0: When I mean, they have to break up the rocks too. Ugh! So, <laughs> they said they had to break up rocks with hammers all day, and I mean when you because. I've seen. I, I. This sounds like a weird thing, but I like to watch videos. You're a Muay Thai guy, also, so I'm. A, I'm assuming, and I'm. An, I, I would. I'm assuming you've done this too, and I do this several times a month. Go on YouTube and look up Muay Thai knockouts. I've seen a few. Yeah, I love it's watching those videos. The
1: people literally will sit like that's a thing in mm-hmm. Thailand. Like they just go to like dinner and a movie, like you would go see a play, but it's actually just grown men kicking the ever-living shit out of each other's faces and punching each other. It's right up by the ring and shit. Like, just yeah. like yeah, it's just cool. Just
0: if I ever go to Thailand, I'll probably be one of the few Americans that go to Thailand to actually watch the fights. I know what right. the rest of those bastards <laughs> are doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, hell no. I just want to watch fights. I don't know what the rest of these nutcases are going and And I watch those, and... The when they hit each other with those those elbows, it's it's like it's like, it's like it's like it's like the most sickening type of knockout you could possibly see. It's a thunk, like kinda
1: like when you pat a watermelon to see if it's fresh yet. Like, oh, that hitting, sound. Look Fucking it like and just the sound of an elbow just Bloop. smacking off a forehead.
0: And it's like, oh, but when I but, but and and it's 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 like the body moves in a weird way because of the angle that the elbow is coming and the spinning kicks and the spinning elbows, spinning elbows is the scariest thing in the yeah. world right there. Yeah. God, it's Lord. It's like, this' like is swinging the back of a hammer at your face.
1: It's what makes John Jones so fucking scary. And I've said this before. I say what you want about his criminal past. He's not a great guy. He loves cocaine. I get that. I like cocaine. It's fine. But, um, he's probably one of the baddest motherfuckers I've ever seen do it. And, I think the first time I ever saw it was when he pieced up Rashad Evans. <laughs> yeah. He used short elbows because he's reach, he's got like three feet reach. Mm-hmm. His arm, his reach is 36 inches. That's three feet mm-hmm. from the tip of his finger to his shoulder. Rashad was trying to fucking keep his distance and measure him out. And John was just, he would hit him with his glove and then fold his arm in and then just pow, just mm-hmm. hit him right in his goddamn cheekbone. Just bap. Like, how many times can you take? I would take maybe two tops. And the, after the first one, I'm really going to be thinking about whatever the shit I got elbowed over would, must be really important. <laughs> like, That's- give me one of those. I'm going to be like, hold on. I mean, like, she did say
0: some, <laughs> you know, my wife, I get it sometimes. She's a bitch. We're like, Fuck. Yeah, she needs to learn how to shut up. How <laughs> <laughs> well, do you can- I run that out of the building? It, it,
1: it's, it's, elbows to change your life, dude. Oh, man, John it, Jones is is throwing some of the sickest fucking elbows I've ever seen. He damn near choked Leota Machida to death. Like, uh,
0: yeah, that's all that. That was you lifted him off the ground and just let me fold you in half right here and just lean into it. it and it was it was almost it, it, that was that was almost over. Like, as soon as he as soon as he locked his hands, that shit was over.
1: Some people have killer instinct, man. I guess that's the point. Francis Ngannou has it. Uh, Israel Adesanya guy, mm-hmm. he's got it. And there's a few other people too. I used to like Kevin Randleman. Kevin Randleman, would oh, god, kill you, Kevin Jesus Randleman, Christ!
0: Boy, he even had the gladiator draws on when he- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the monster plex. That's one of my favorite highlights of any like MMA thing I've seen. He picked Fedor Emelianenko up over his head and all five hundred pounds. Pa- like, dude, they were both fat as fuck at the time. Mm-hmm that had to have been 400 plus pounds of body just dropping on his head and he still lost that fight like Fado rolled his ass Yeah that was right the after.
0: funny I when I when he hit that ground I was like that shit's over uh he then- should
1: have listen I saw Owen Hart drop stone cold Steve Austin on his mm. neck in 1996 Steve Austin probably walks around about 225 and he got dropped down on that stack of dimes he calls a <laughs> neck he spent a whole year with a bruised spinal cord couldn't even wrestle and fucking Kevin Rademan dropped Fedor on his head with all of his body weight, too. And he tapped him. I think he rolled over, put him in a kimura or a shoulder mm-hmm. locker. Le- he fucking cage fighting is the craziest thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love it. It can, Everything could can change at the drop of a hat.
0: If you go and watch the highlights of the knockouts of Francis Ngannou. Yep. I, I, it's, I almost it's the, watching those knockouts in slow motion is almost as bad as those snuff films you were talking about.
1: He'll <laughs> change your life. I remember he knocked uh, fucking Alistair out real bad. Oh Big god, that's the word Jesus. I thought he killed him. You know, and we talk about the killer instinct. Can I tell you like the most killer instinct thing I've ever seen? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bigfoot Silva versus Cain Velasquez the first fight.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Remember how that went? Come on. It was brutal. It was one of the most bloodiest fucking things I've ever seen in a UFC fight. Because what had happened was uh, Kane lost his title, I believe, to Junior Dos Santos. Mm -hmm. Dos Santos slept him with a fucking one of his big punches, and he lost his title Mm -hmm. that he took from Brock Lesnar when he kneed him in the face. Brock Lesnar still has a scar on his face from what Cain Velasquez did to him when mm-hmm. he came in saying, nobody alive can beat Brock Lesnar, and Cain <laughs> grabbed him in that Muay Thai clinch and kneed him right in his fucking cheek. So Kane lost to JDS, one punch knockout, slapped him, book, and this is his getting back to his championship fight. fight. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot Silva, Antonio Bigfoot Silva, he looks like a fucking Neanderthal, his chin comes all the way down to his chest. Cain Velasquez, heel like, ankle-picked him and busted his fucking f- eyebrow open. Mm-hmm. And he just laid in the guard and beat the shit out of him for probably two and a half minutes. And then he came back in the second round and punched him right in the same spot and beat the shit out of him for another three minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. When Cain got up, he was covered in Vic <laughs> yeah, blood.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just... <laughs>
1: It was insane. Like, just the idea Kane was fine. Like, he didn't even get a punch off. I don't mm-hmm. think Antonio Silva hit him twice in that whole fight. And Kane just beat the fucking brakes off of him, dude. Like, Kane? like an Aztec warrior. He got up with covered in another man's blood and was just like, okay. Next. Well,
0: think, well <laughs> think about this, though. But think about this. Here's two dudes who've been in wars, and you very rarely see them cut. Johnny Hendricks? You I ever seen Johnny Hendricks, any a, blood on his face? No. What
1: a fucking disappointment Johnny Hendricks turned out to be, right?
0: Yeah. You never see it wouldn't have well, you ever seen blood on Johnny Hendricks, even after wars? Nope. No, he doesn't uh, bleed much. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, how do you but he didn't even really get swollen that much. And I mean, I've seen him take shots, but he had a he had that freaking he had bricks and he had these big brick hands. If he was one of those he, he reminded me of um like early Michael Vick. And what I mean by that is he had a specific skill. That was just over and above everybody that was around him. Like, Michael Vick was just fast. At the
1: time, the problem is, and just like with Michael Vick, the competition evolved very fast Mm -hmm. when Johnny Hittericks got popular. And he just fucking fell apart. He was like the new Tank Abbott. You remember Mm -hmm. Tank? Tank was awesome. And he was (laughs) a showman. And everybody showed up to watch Tank fight. But at the end of the day, he was just kind of a chubby dude that had a wicked fucking right hand, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. He's not a good fighter. He's got no cardio. You know what I'm saying? He would just end up getting the shit beat out of him, and that's what ended up happening to Johnny. Like He, I, I, he would he would beat the shit out of me. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's a pussy or anything like that, but in the grand scheme of things, the sport evolved so much in just those couple years that whereas that big right hand that he had, it didn't do much. After he sunk it two or three times, he was a one-trick pony, unfortunately.
0: I would just like to say to Johnny Hendricks that uh, I don't think you did anything wrong, and everything that's being said is uh, – a. It's Jody B. I, just want to see I,
1: heard, right I also heard that his restaurant fucking sucked. I heard he got a restaurant and his steak was shit. Tell him I said it, Johnny Hendricks. Listen, I love you as a person. You're probably a great guy. Sorry. <laughs> your steak sucks. And uh, unfortunately, the UFC grew up around you, kid.
0: I would just like to say to Johnny Hendricks that this is S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> and I heard that. I heard your steaks were incredible. And uh, Jody doesn't know what he's talking about. And I just want to put that out there right there because, uh, you know, there's a good chance I might run into you and uh, Jody won't. So...
1: Uh, <laughs> I get- Come to Arkansas, I'll get you a bowl of chocolate gravy <laughs> or whatever the fuck we're supposed to eat down here. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 bad,
0: the bad part about it is is like, is like every once in a while I'll show up at a club and I'll be doing something and like famous people will be around and I'm like... Did I say any shit about this person? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, Did I say some shit about that guy? You know, I had somebody roll up on me who will remain nameless and I was like, Oh, this is not gonna be good. This is not gonna be good. Hey man, yeah. Heard you said, man, yeah. That was some funny shit. Like, oh thank God. got like eight dudes with him man I might be able to whoop his ass I might be able to whoop two asses I can't whoop eight asses I can whoop one ass I may be able to whoop two asses if you got two dudes if you hit the first guy the right way you can deal with the second guy while this guy's recovering you know know, it's, it's like spinning plates you can hit this guy go to the next guy hurt him a little bit go back to the next guy you can't do that with three dudes it's just not not gonna work
1: you're not a fucking ninja that's not how that works
0: (laughs) and and I'm 52 now yeah I'm 52 (laughs) and 32 you know I wasn't two dudes didn't really scare me I mean I didn't want to fight two dudes but I could you know 52 I ain't fighting a damn I'm not in fact, the uh, only thing Listen, I'm fighting wait, right-
1: You know what? You could probably <laughs> fight three people, but you would have to make sure and do that wrestling shit. We like <laughs> grab two of the guys by their heads, and then you reach back real far and you clonk their foreheads together. And then you point at the other guy, like Hulk Hogan, and you're like, You, brother.
0: What am I, is it what am I, Jack Reacher? <laughs> 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 let me tell it's you something, only, brother. It's the only way it fucking works. Hey, man. Let me tell you something right now, bro. Yeah, you don't want any. Have you ever have you ever used, I, I, what I did one time, which is hilarious, I actually had a guy that I knew was like like a really tough dude and he was coming after me. And I, I was like, you know, I might as well just try the movie Tough Guy shit and see if it works. Because, I mean, if it works, I get out of this. If it doesn't work, I'm going to get my ass beat anyway. And I, went, I, went, I forgot what I said, but it was one of those, yeah, you try something right now. You're gonna wake up in a room instead tied to a chair, and I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm going through all this bullshit. You're gonna wake up in a room tied in a chair. I'm gonna yeah. have you duct taped down. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna, me and my boys. We're, we're gonna take him I was going through all this bullshit. Take a whole fork and stick up your pee hole. <laughs> and, 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 and and I'm sitting there going, how did this work? Why did you? Why? So so, so you're basically a tough guy, but you're a stupid tough guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're gonna wake up in a room. You're gonna fucking wake up in a room. Take to a chair. Me and my boys. You're one phone call away, buddy. One phone call? <laughs> is it long distance? How many times? What, what if they don't answer? And yeah, free nights and weekends, damn it. So I can yeah. tell him what I want to do with you for a long time, buddy. <laughs> can I leave a voicemail? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna call him at nine zero one and that's your ass, Buster. <laughs>
1: This is, this is what, what I'm talking about. Text
0: messages, new phone. Who this? Yeah, that, you know, that. that that is that's <laughs> one of the that's one of the things that you you explain to somebody that's under 25, and you try to explain. There was a time, huh? Got young whippersnapper when, uh, you know, when, see, everybody has unlimited uh, minutes now and unlimited data, but at the time, uh, data was very expensive, and you had to actually literally call uh, on nights and weekends oh, yeah. after seven o'clock and on weekends, Bro. but you could do the but the
1: huh? Text <laughs> messages used to cost a quarter. Yes. Think about that, you motherfuckers. Like, what? think about how many texts you send in a day. Just the the average, the average, I don't know, thirty to forty year old person who's relatively tech savvy and has a cell phone. Think about how many text messages you send a day. They used to be a quarter a piece. You better make those motherfuckers
0: count, huh? <laughs> I got news for you. One of my cousins' degrees. I was like, look, see how, many, see how much money you spent to get that degree from college. Yes, I said. If your text messages cost <laughs> what they cost when I was your age. Imagine the student debt you have now.
1: Maybe they weren't a quarter, maybe they were ten cents, but ten, still ten yeah, but, cents yeah, but, is a lot.
0: <laughs> but but they but, but I'm sitting there going, do you, they have the swipe text, you know, and then not just when you push the button, you swipe and it does the predictive text. And yeah, so just, I use it. I use it a lot. So but I mean, this girl is so fast that whenever they ask to borrow money from me, uh was uh, ironically that uh, the as soon as I see that, boom, boom, I'm like, "This is gonna cost me ten bucks." This, this, this yep. little text is gonna cost me ten bucks. Did da, you da. cash at me? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and it's so fast. I, I, I like, even leave now when you get this phone call, Uh, is this Jody? Great. Yes. I would like to talk to you about your the warranty on your car. <laughs> it has expired at this time. I got no damn – well, actually, I do, but not from you people.
1: (laughs) Hey, wait. We can role play for a second. I figured out the answer to this riddle. You know, we've been getting these calls for a long time. I think it's time we fight back. Uh, So, S. Anthony, please do that again. I'm going to give you the perfect response. Ready?
0: I'm calling for Jody, and I'd like to talk about uh, the warranty on your car.
1: Yeah? The warranty on on my car?
0: Yeah, on your car. You have a warranty on your car. Oh. And it's about to expire.
1: It is. Okay. Well, hey – since it's the warranty on the car that I currently drive, right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. So that, that's exactly what it is.
1: Can you tell me what that
0: car is, please? Yes, it's a 19 uh, Ford. Uh, five oh, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, see, I drive a Hyundai. So, yeah, that's not it. I, I've never owned a Ford. Uh, five, five, five.
0: Oh, did I say Ford? I meant to say Hyundai. I'm sorry. My uh... papers are wrong. I pulled the wrong file up. And mm. I've been. Have you ever done telemarketing? <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> oh man i've i've done a form of telemarketing which was pest control and uh it it's better because typically the phone calls i had to make were at least semi-planned mm-hmm. but uh it's not fun calling people on the phone man
0: oh did, did you you the appointment person
1: I was my own, uh, yeah, I did all the appointments myself. And let me tell you, you call people, and this is when I lost my Mr. and Mrs. whatever. That was the thing that as a kid, they were like, if it's somebody older than you, you call them Mr. and Mrs. and sir and ma'am and all Mm -hmm. that shit. When I become an adult and I was paying my own fucking bills, I call you S. Anthony, you call me Jody B. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Like, I don't have to call you Mr. Nothing. I don't give a fuck if you're 80. We're grown people. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Because what happens is when you try to schedule appointments, you say, yeah, let me, hello, can I talk to Mrs. Johnson? They go, Mrs. Johnson's not here. No one fooling goddamn well that I've talked to Tammy Johnson at least 19 times, and Mm -hmm. I go, Miss Tammy, is Jody B, the bug guy. And they go, oh, hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Or they'll just hang up on you. They just go, click. You go, nope.
0: I had a guy, uh, I've done, I used to do sales, uh, surveys,
1: yeah, I've never had the pleasure of that. And I can only imagine with what little bit of experience that I got with dealing with not cold, a warm call, if you will, I can't imagine what cold call would be like. I think it would suck pretty bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, why, uh, I'd rather watch two girls, one cup all day. Right? Than man, than man. It, was, it, was, it was literally t- until I realized all the people who are cursing at you are literally, and this, this is when I started making, I started getting good at it. When I realized the people that were mean and were cursing at you and hanging up on the phone were literally flushing themselves out down the toilet and getting out of the way because it just moved me faster to the person that's going to go, oh, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, tell me about your computer ribbons. Sure. You got that sales guy mentality.
1: Where it's uh, one out of 100 yeses is it still one yes.
0: I mean, you still still you still get beaten down after, I mean, after a couple of years. It was like I can I would rather jump out this fifth floor window. <laughs> Than make not to make fun of a suicide but i would like to jump out this window then make another phone call because it just I you have like had a little... bunch of just negative people around you just yeah, complaining sure. all the time <laughs> you can be yes. the most positive good person in the world after a while it will beat you down I think it gives you depression.
1: Like honestly, the uh, your environment can influence you. I'm a strong believer in that. And if you keep negative motherfuckers around you that always got some shit going on, you are in fact going to become a negative person who's always got some shit going on.
0: I've never. I said even even complaints that are justified. I if people are around me, if you, if, I wish I could line up all the people that are around me a lot and say, ask. I said, ask them how often they hear us, Anthony, complaining about shit. You don't seem like a complainer to me. Fuck no.
1: (laughs) It's It's not really much to complain about, man. You wake up every day, ten toes on the ground, and Mm -hmm. fucking keep it moving. That's pretty good, considering all the shit just in this last year. You've had to deal with the exiting of Donald Trump and COVID, and fucking, there's all kinds of shit going on that could get a man like yourself caught up in some bullshit. So I have Mm -hmm. to commend you, and uh, congratulations, man, for... Keeping it real and fucking keeping it together and not fucking around and getting murdered somehow. It seems like it have been real easy to do
0: the last eight months or so. Yeah. Oh, before, before we go, I want to talk to you about a couple more things. Um, but I, I just can't, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I don't mind complaining. Uh, if you, I mean, it's like, I, I'll put it to you this way you vent for a few minutes, mm-hmm. then that, then shut up.
1: It's good for you. It's called a rant. You can yeah, do just, a rant. yeah
0: it just you vent for. I mean, I, I'm, I'm 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 only good for about 30, 40 seconds of that shit. I can't uh, believe this happened. man. This is some bullshit. Uh, anyway, and yeah, I, <laughs> the only, I, the only I, thing
1: quicker than an S.A.L.A. Thomas rant is me fucking. <laughs> 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 quick like a bunny.
0: Now I got to find out. That's what I wanted to ask you. But the, I wanted to uh, get about the, the the COVID thing before we before before we roll. How bad did you get crushed where you are?
1: Um, not too bad, man. I don't know the exact statistics—a couple thousand. My buddy's uh, dad died. That, was, that wasn't great, you yeah. know. That, a lot of carelessness, people doing weddings, and you know, kind of getting back into the swing of things too quick without at least protecting themselves, and you know, unfortunately, it just kind of
0: got his ass. Yeah, I man. That's the thing about it. It's it's it was like uh, my my this my my uncles died a few years ago. They were mm-hmm. sick anyway. Um, yeah, hey,
1: remember you told me like one of them had cancer, the other one had a bad kidney or something. Like yeah. it was
0: oh it was it was it, it was like two died within a year and the one that I was driving around with all the time to take care of those two. It was almost once they died, then he died like a year later. So it was like it was almost like he finished he did what he was supposed to do cuz he was sick as damn self. Sure. You know, but those two were like one we one was like he's dead. We know he's going to die. It's like there's no there's no medical nothing. It's these he's going to die. That's mm-hmm. the one with the with the cancer. The other one you know he was sick, but you knew he had a he had a decent shot. He didn't look good, but he had a good he had a shot, and then all of a sudden it was like, eh, gone. You know, yeah, no, nope. right. But the thing is, when I think about the COVID, COVID would have absolutely killed them immediately.
1: Yeah, probably, it, huh? You Were know? they in nursing homes or assisted living yeah. or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. They would have been, you know. And my uncle, I, I and and I thought about it. I spent every day with those dudes. Off and on because of their illness and seeing them and take them to the hospital, take them to chemotherapy and therapy and getting their medicines and all of that. Yeah, I would have, I would have not been the people I was seeing and, and helping take care of. I would have been able to get anywhere near them for a year. You know, yeah. what I'm saying?
1: really weird. I know some people that had like, or I know somebody that had a baby during COVID, mm-hmm. like. I can't imagine what that would have been like. Like only having one family member back there at a time. Now, obviously you don't need a whole lot of people in there, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but just the whole process of not being able to go in. And then if you go in, you can't come back. If you leave, whatever, you know, like it's just whole, it's been a fucking rat race the last year, man. And stuff's starting to kind of pan back out, which is cool. And I mean, it's weird going places where people aren't wearing masks. I don't know if you're experiencing that yet, but I've had a couple things and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Whatever, man. Like, <laughs> I was never really that big of a crowd. Pe- I love people mm-hmm. individually. But, like, crowds, I just I don't feel safe, man. I get real uneasy when I'm around a lot of people. And I'm sure a lot of people, uh, that's not, you know, unique that happens to a lot of folks.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, in my specific area, New Jersey, and my hometown in Philadelphia, um, they have lifted a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. So, I can go down to Philly. I can go visit my family in Philadelphia We'll all, and
1: you got yeah. the shot, didn't
0: you? Oh, I, oh, I got the, I got the, the, uh, yeah, I got the two shots, yeah. uh, Moderna. Did You get jammed in the arm?
1: Two shots? Yeah, I got a funky cold Moderna because uh, my wife said so, and I've talked about it on my show. Like I thought I was going to take
0: a stand, but then I remembered that my wife was smarter than me, and I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you're probably right. You, you got the what? Happened? Did you get? Did you get the? I, mean, I talked to people, and they got the first shot. All they got was a little, a uh, little pain in the arm. Yeah. And in the second That's, shot, it put a whole bunch of people on their asses.
1: Actually, it's funny. You mentioned it because there's a tweet I had the other day because people were bitching about the thing. And I said, I heard, I listened to everybody complain about it knocking them down. Like, oh, I felt like shit. One guy said, I had convulsions mm-hmm. for 45 minutes after I got. And I just said, I didn't even notice I got the second shot, to be honest with you. And I was fighting a sinus infection at the time. And I got mm-hmm. legit worried. I was like, fuck i'm gonna mess around and get really sick i didn't even notice like the second time i even rubbed my arm to make sure that it didn't get all you know swollen and fucked up like it does Mm -hmm. yeah man like i don't know maybe you guys are just pussies (laughs) fucking (laughs) somebody told me the second shot if you got sick on the second shot that was your immune system acting wacky i got a great immune system so sorry
0: (laughs) i got the first shot i'm glad you
1: survived i'm glad you survived in particular if you got sick but what i'm saying is and the other day i was feeling a little saucy Mm -hmm. and these kids were complaining i said "Eh, if you're gonna sit here and try to justify getting a little sick from a shot from somebody that's literally been shot in the face i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. like uh (laughs) like did you die though like but, (laughs) but hold on but did you die no okay you tweeted about it you're good
0: I didn't. I, I the first shot. I didn't even know the needle was in my arm. I didn't even feel it, and I felt nothing. My arm didn't get sore. Nothing. Yeah. I get the second shot. I didn't even get the... I got literally the. If you the way I felt the day before I got the first shot was the way I felt after I got the first shot and the second shot. I have. I had zero side effects. Nothing.
1: Almost like it didn't even happen. It was I like just. Yeah. What a fucking letdown,
0: huh? I, I I I'll be honest with you. I had in, I had the show scheduled to, to talk to people like this, and I cleared out four days just in case because my sister was like, "I got the second. and that but the second shot put her put her put her down. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, Jesus Christ!" I get the second shot. I'm waiting. I'm I'm literally looking at the clock like three hours, four hours, six hours, yep. twelve hours. I woke up the you next sit, day. You sit
1: on the couch like wait wait is that a uh, uh no. no. My well, pinky toe. I can
0: still smell. I smell just fine. My Shit. pinky toe. My pinky toe. Hold on, <laughs> and not a damn thing happened. And uh, and I had friends of mine uh, DM direct message me. F you, man. I had yeah. to lay down for like thirty hours. And your punk ass is this
1: pussies. That's your problem, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, pussy. P U S S Y. Pussy.
0: I had so much. I had so much fun with those jackasses when they were they were DMing me, giving me all the time. I'm like, listen, it's not my fault. Okay. When you're born with genetic superiority, <laughs> it's not like you asked for it.
1: Yeah. Some people are just awesome. I don't know what to tell you. But it's, listen, it's wild because, like I said, I thought I was going to take a stand because I wasn't sold on it. I was like, I don't know about all this shit and vaccines and yada, yada. And my wife was like, listen, I'm giving the shots. So you have to get one because we could get sick. And I go, okay, whatever. Well, you had to I take it think- well, so what happened is like I thought I was against it, and then I flipped teams. Uh, I I went on team. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the shot whenever I can. Like I didn't rush in there. I waited till it was time for me to get a shot, like everybody was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I kind of went on team like I'm gonna get this mi- the billion dollar vaccine. I don't want to get the shit in like three years when they start making it with like insecticide and cow piss or whatever. They're (laughs) going to mix it to make it cheap. When you get that fucking that shit that comes like the third generation Xbox that like Mm -hmm. doesn't even have the the hard plastic outer shell. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, I'm going to get the first one that they gave to the doctors and the senators and all because they wouldn't kill all those people. I think Mm -hmm. all the soldiers (laughs) say, no, I want that one. Give me the one you gave the fucking cops (laughs) because you obviously care about them.
0: Did you notice how they took the <laughs> Pfizer and the Moderna shots and they kind of lumped them together like, he's the good shit over here? the Moderna and the yeah. Pfizer.
1: I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hey, dude, the same people, listen, if the, the people that make pills for wieners mm-hmm. and have been for many years and make a lot of money off of it decide to make shots for COVID, I'm going to get that one. Now, I didn't get that one, but I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> At
0: mm-hmm. least you know they're fucking putting the money into it. They're not a, a poor company. Because yeah, I, I saw some of the mother pill the mother shots, and, and they were like, hey, we, we, make sure you get your Pfizer and, have, have Pfizer and Moderna shots. Yeah. And, the, and the other ones too. Uh, you can try those too, the other ones. But get your Pfizer and Moderna and the other ones also. <laughs> so let me ask you, man, because here's mm-hmm. the
1: thing, and I'm not a big politic person, and we can you know, wrap it, whatever. This is just something I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. So, like, you've had your shots now. So, technically, you've got your little card. I don't know if you got your card on you, but I carry mm-hmm. mine in my wallet just in case. Yep. Like, is it not a little crazy that they're starting to lean into that? Like, you can't come places without showing your fucking little card. Or, like, my boss, legally my company cannot tell me to get a shot. Like, they can't do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But they offered free ones. They said, you guys can get a shot whenever, you know, that opened up. We'll pay for it. Cool. And my boss told that all. We had a meeting. He said, you guys can all get shots if you want to. Uh, you know, they'll pay for them. And we still had people that were very adamant, like, no, I'm not fucking, no, I don't think so. And my boss was just like, listen, I get it. If you don't want to get it, that's fine. He said, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from my boss. Mm-hmm. He goes, I can't promise you that in the future with our insurance stuff, he goes, if they offered you a COVID shot and you didn't take it, and then you fuck around and get COVID and end up in the hospital on a respirator, clinging to dear life like they might not pay for that because mm-hmm. they offered you the fucking shot and you didn't take it and I go oh shit <laughs> like exactly. they're playing hardball dude like and what if that happened wouldn't that be some fucked up shit, dude? You've been working for a place for 20 years, paying into your insurance, and you're, every month, you're like a saint. Your shit comes out on time. You pay your thing. You get your deductible. You barely go to the fucking doctor. And you get the COVID. And you end up on a respirator. You need an ambulance ride. Like, you're fucked up six ways from the weekend. And they go, well, you, should, you we offered you the shot, and you didn't take it. So, no, we're good. This is a COVID liability. We're just going to...
0: <laughs> hey man, look—they do that to people for many things, mm-hmm. you know. And, and 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 they do it and,
1: for all kinds of shit. So it's just like the idea that they would just be like, "We told you that's
0: another thing we can put on our list to fuck you right in the butt." You you knew it was coming. First of all, as soon as you saw what this was, you knew that was coming. Uh, you know, and so yeah, I mean, I let's be honest. I, first of all, the first thing what the nurse said to me was, "You should take a picture of your card." Yeah. And have it in your phone just in case you don't have your card on you. And I, I had already, of course, I, I mean, who hadn't figured that out? But I, look, they, they, whenever whenever they get another weapon to use against people, mm? <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever they get leverage to use against people, they're going to use it. And this is a wonderful way to get like Because how many people, I mean, I've, you see articles all the time and you read about it all the time where someone's like, I don't think it's real. And yeah. then the next thing you know, they're in the hospital with a tube down their throat and they're writing on, on, a, <laughs> on a dry erase board, oh shit, it's real. I, <laughs> I even mean? got a new
1: t-shirt that says, I survived 2020 and all I got was this lousy vaccine <laughs> card. <laughs> but I don't want to- I survived COVID. That's COVID. all I got was this yeah, card. Yeah, like
0: a, a, a friggin shirt with COVID would with, with, <laughs> with circle around it with a slash through it. Because I, I wonder, but, but the thing is, it's just that you knew- that it, people go, oh you don't have to you gonna have to use a covid card look man when it when it gets to when it gets to this kind of point i mean i, I don't like carrying cards and i gotta get it up. i gotta get a passport and you know you gotta get one of the, what's that does that the, the real id it's like i already got a
1: license man yeah well i gotta why? you should be happy i got my fucking license haven't you watch cops said, black people don't ever have a driver's license on them i got mine god damn it
0: Titties and no license, <laughs> as you see on cops. Dude, tits and no license. So I just—it's like, how many more things you got? You're gonna have to have. Think about. This, you're gonna have to have a real ID plus your vaccine card. Yep,
1: I gotta have a, a for my job. I have to have I F D A C. I don't forget what the fuck it is. Whatever. It's an inspection card for my physical stuff. I got to present it if in case I get pulled over. So it's I got all these cards in my wallet, dude, that just show like, hey, he's all right.
0: <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, let's be honest. It's only a matter of time for the, and I know this sounds like a, a conspiracy theory, but let's be honest. I mean, if you look at the, you're getting a chip that's coming. So I don't know when, I mean, we basically got a chip now called your phone. Yeah. It's only a matter of time because it, it, to put those chips under your skin is really easy.
1: Oh, that's Anthony. I forgot to tell you, my wife's favorite joke throughout the COVID was, uh, you know, you know the hardest part about giving COVID shots. Mm-hmm. It's making sure that you only get one chip per shot when you draw them out of the vial.
0: Ah, <laughs> he'd get double. He's in two places at once. <laughs> Did you put two chips in him?
1: that's <laughs> It's kinda silly. If they don't need a chip, they got your cell phone, man. Unless yeah, that- you got a jitterbug like uh, like Granny Sweet But with it's only got like three buttons on it, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got a smartphone, they got mm. you, dude. And you're not that interesting. That's the funny part. People get so mad they might be listening to what? You jacking off to fucking you porn or yelling at your kids for watching too much Minecraft fucking YouTube videos? Like nobody cares. Like shut the fuck up about your fucking the government's listening. If the government's listening to you, you're doing something fucked up. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. might have access to you, sure, but that's because you carry around a computer in your pocket. The
0: government's listening, man. You have 900 guns and bombs in your basement and weed. Of course they're listening to you. Yeah. Uh, and, and, And somebody goes, don't, somebody literally asked me, aren't you afraid the government's listening? I'm going, I host two shows yeah i literally posted on the internet (laughs) (laughs) i'm
1: asking i'm begging for people the government listen cia (laughs) fbi come and check it out bitch (laughs) fucking poboys.com not poboys.com poboys podcast google it you can find all my shows and that's fine like uh, i don't care what government agency you work for if you're listening help (laughs) go listen to my show
0: the cia is listening to you how many people are in the cia 30,000. Oh, man, 30,000 downloads.
1: Yeah, that does not reflect my download (laughs) count, but I'll take it.
0: But I I just i never understood. That's one of the things about being a a podcaster and or a comedian is people will come and try to embarrass you with some stuff that happened to you and I'm going, that was an episode uh, 104. Well, how about that time you... Episode 79. What about when? Episode 306. I love (laughs) it so much. Fucking,
1: it's all there, baby.
0: It's all there. (laughs) My friend, the time has come. You cool bastard, thank you for coming on, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's I always a pleasure you, to get a bastard. You. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's always a pleasure to get to come and talk to Hot Chocolate Santy and Mr. S. Anthony Thomas. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I thought that, uh, Shit was going to be wild a little bit after uh, Delvin's fucking 200th episode. But it turns out everything's (laughs) been okay so far. I haven't been
0: canceled or fucking yelled at yet. So it worked. Well, I just have one thing to say. It's all been a setup. This show was not actually being recorded. I just wanted to get you. Uh, FBI, come on in now. FBI, (laughs) crash in there. (laughs) Hey, would you like to take a seat for a second? Did you say I want to
1: blink your blink, 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 blink?
0: I'm just wondering how many things if either one of us (laughs) – somehow becomes, like, Rogan-sized. How many things in the old episodes that people are going to take out of context? And oh, he are going, I was obviously joking.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot. I think it's funny. Like,
0: I'm not famous, so you can't cancel me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good luck. But the thing is, you never know. One viral episode, and the next thing you know, <laughs> Spotify comes a-calling, and then they go but we can't have him here because episode 27 35 16 667 episode 92 episode 165, 107. he said this stuff <laughs> you know I, I I I don't think there's anything that people can nail me with but but once again once they if they just take a little bit of something out of context and they bang your ass for 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 three months and then when they realize you didn't really say it they go sorry about that I just want to say it. sorry about
1: yeah. Sorry. I mean, I'm definitely exposed, but I, the good news is, is I uh, share the name of a bunch of women. So if you Google Jody B on the thing, you're going to find a bunch of women, unless you put podcast, and then you're going to find my podcast. But I don't advertise my last name, and uh, yeah, I'm not on LinkedIn. You can't have both. <laughs> so <laughs> good luck, motherfucker.
0: Indeed. My friend. Thank you, my brother. We'll talk. We'll continue to torture each other on social media, my brother.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, this is one thing. It's my patent, my patent-pended trademark. Hey, if you would like to, to contribute to the Po' Boys podcast, here's what you do. You go to biobidet.com, use promo code POBOYS. You get a bidet product to rent your booty hole like a champion, and you contribute to my delinquency, and I would appreciate that. So that's the shout-out at Po'BoyPod on Twitter. Go fuck your
0: mother's tits. Ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Jody B. (laughs) Okay. Take care, my brother. Yeah, buddy. All right. Now, that was fun, wasn't it? Told you. What did I tell you? Have I failed you yet? No. Will I fail you? Also no. Thanks again for all your support. Much love to everybody and I'll see you again next time. Take care.